Well, good morning, friends. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. Okay, it is, by the time this episode drops, friends, it will be March 26th. Today, we are going to be talking about core values and the progression of them, okay? Why do I say the progression of values? Because really, at the heart of it, your values are your motivations. They are your motives. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. We talked about the whole idea of motives. And I'm realizing more and more that, and I feel like the Lord is really confirming this in me. And I hope he confirms it in you guys, because this is going to be the foundation of your freedom. When you understand your motives, right? You lay yourself bare before the Lord, right? It says everything is naked and laid bare before his eyes to whom we must give an account, right? When you're truly living that way and that type of confidence, right? You've removed all judgment, condemnation, and shame off of your spirit, right? You know what your spirit is. Y'all been listening to that podcast, okay? Your character and your values that are in your heart, and you can live those out because you also have the Holy Spirit that is in you, right? Your spirit and the Holy Spirit are two separate beings, you guys. We've already been talking about that, all right? But God's spirit in you gives you the grace you need to live out the character traits and the values that are inside of you that he's given to you. You are a very distinct being, okay? You're not Jesus Christ, You are so-and-so. Whoever's listening to this podcast, insert your name here. That is you. I hope you're on this journey of finding out who you are at your core. Finding out your character traits, right? That's displayed in, you know, your performance, your actions, your titles, right? You're going to have a certain character in your life. And there's going to be a certain way that you are in everything that you do. That's going to, you're going to have qualities that you exhibit. You need to learn to identify yourself by the qualities that you exhibit in your life and use the grace of God as the buffer when the accusations and the assumptions come against you saying, oh, that's not true. Who told you that? Right? When your mind wants to go back into into performance mode as a Christian, all right, God's grace is going to give you what you need to get to the next level, you guys, to always be in that place of, you know what? I can live from my heart. I can live from my character and my values. The Holy Spirit's in me. I can be confident in my motives and my values, your motivations, the things that drive you, the energy force behind everything that you do, right? And you guys, here's the thing. Sometimes what you do on the outside, your behaviors, your actions is not consistent with your core values, really what your real motivations are, your real needs at the end of the day, right? We, God designed us as needy creatures, yo. I hate to say it, but it's true. But when you look at the way God created the earth, okay? He put you in the garden. He put you on this earth. He's going to provide for us. And this reminds me of a scripture I want to share with you guys really quick. Before I get into it, I want to pray. And I want to share with you guys something that has really been resonating in my mind. Because I don't know about you guys. Y'all been y'all been watching the news lately? How y'all feeling about what's going on in the world? Right? All the viruses. Don't get me started on that, you guys. It's just such a burden, right? You know, there's all this chaos going on in the world and stress and, and all these things. And I'm like, Lord, Lord, Lord. This is why people of God need to be grounded on the inside of yourself, okay? You're not going to be able to look on the outside of you and say, oh, God's there, God's there. I'm going to tell you right now, we live in the world that has good and evil in it. You're not always going to see God on the outside. It's not always going to look good. Don't forget who roams this earth back and forth. He's got his minions going. You know, he's working against us. He's working against me. He's working against you through the accusations and the doubt and all of the craziness that goes on in your soul, right? Your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. But God keeps us strong in spirit, right? You guys, get some peace in your heart. We're going to be talking about all this today. I want to share some scriptures with you guys to encourage you as far as, you know, in light of all the chaos going on in the world, 
I want to share with you with some things that the Lord is encouraging me with. I want to encourage you with it. And then we're going to unpack, you know, the, the progression of, of these core values. I'm going to, we're going to kind of just, I'm going to help you understand from a kind of step-by-step perspective of how we kind of evolve as people. And then how we finally come to this realization that, wow, you know what? I need to start uh, living from, you know, who I really am on the inside. Like, what do I really want? What am I here for? What is my purpose? All this kind of stuff. So let's go ahead and pray you guys. And we're going to jump into the podcast. Ah, Lord, thank you for this day. God, I just thank you so much that we have your word to comfort us and strengthen us in times of chaos and trouble. We see what's going on in the world, Lord, but you tell us greater is he who is on us than he who is in the world. Lord, I know we're all doing our absolute best with everything that you've given to us, God, you know, and I just pray for your grace and your wisdom upon us, God, with everything that we have, you know, our resources and the things that we're doing, you know, help us not to live in fear. Lord, you tell us that you will lead us in peace. So Lord, if we're operating in fear today, let us surrender that. Let us get honest with ourselves and say, Lord, I got fear in me. But you say perfect love casts out fear. Lord, let me receive your love today. What am I afraid of? Lord, let's learn to face our fears by through your grace. Let's get out from underneath the fear. Let's get into walking in faith, expecting a good outcome because we have you in us. We have these inner resources that you've given to us and you will guide and direct us. You will help us, God. You haven't abandoned us, Lord. Everyone else accuses you of it, God, but we, your people, know in our hearts, God, that you are still here at the end of the day. And you, you know, we're here for such a time as this, God. So let us live out what we know is true. Let us live like we know you exist and quit letting the world and what's going on be an indicator whether we should believe you or not. You know what I'm saying, Lord? I just pray that you will give us the courage to live out the words that are inside of us, God, the things we're convinced of, our convictions, Lord, that our convictions, that things we're convinced of will be greater than our fears, that your love would swallow up the fears, that our hearts would be filled with peace. You say, if we take heed to your commands, we will have peace like a river. So let us do that, Lord, because if we have peace, God, we are unstoppable. If we know our motives, Lord, um, we can take ground. We can do what you've called us to do. So I pray that'll be true in every single person's life. So God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for every person listening to this podcast. And we just pray all these things in Jesus name. So, okay, you guys, you know what? I'm going to try to do something right quick on this microphone. What do you guys think about the podcast, Mike? Hopefully it's sounding better for y'all. So I think I have everything on my lap here. All right. So, you know, in light, excuse me, you guys, if you can hear all that noise, I don't edit my podcast because, you know, I just, you guys, I got other priorities. My heart is just to put my heart on the podcast for you guys, kind of keep it real, um, uncut, authentic, whatever, you know, you hear everything that goes on and, uh, you know, I hope it blesses you. This is just kind of my, this is me in real time. And, uh, cause once I'm done here, y'all, I gotta go take care of my children, go take care of the chickens, gotta move on for the day. And, uh, you know, so I, I don't edit this because, you know, to me in this season of my life, it's just not feasible. I have other priorities, but anyway, so in light of everything going on in the world, you guys, all the coronavirus and all this kind of stuff, right? People are in panic. They're stressing out. You're like for real. And you know, I'm like, Lord, Lord, Lord. You know, we, we got to be a little more confident in you being in us. Like we read these scriptures, but are we really living out what we know is true? Right? I mean, come on, you guys, at what point is the rubber going to meet the road in our walk with Christ? Like, seriously, what, what the heck? I mean, okay. We sit here and we say, God's going to take us to heaven, that he's forgiven us of our sins, but why are why are we not walking that out as, as, as if that's true in the context of our life? Why are we waiting to die? in order for Christ to live in us now. 
Like seriously, like, you know what I mean? I don't want to live like everybody else does. And a lot of the world these days, you guys are like, where is God? You know, they accuse God of not being around and they say all kinds of crazy stuff, you know? And I'm like, you know what? That's your lack of understanding, right? That's your lack of knowledge. People die for lack of knowledge. God calls us on that all the time. He's like, you don't understand the function of what I put you here for. Do you not know that man is supposed to rule and subdue and make decisions? Do you not know that I gave you the earth and everything is yours? And so y'all need to take full responsibility for what you're doing. I've given it to you, you know? And are we as people giving the earth back to him? You, you know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of times, thank God for God's grace, right? We're ignorant. We don't know stuff. All of a sudden, miracles happen. Things happen. It's like, oh, God's like, okay, you know what? You almost destroyed yourself right there. You are so ignorant and so just off the off the course. I'm going to, you know, God intervenes through, you know, these perspectives that he gives to us. But then we're supposed to learn from it, right? We're supposed to take those aha moments, those moments where we're, when we got grace, when we didn't deserve it, when we got mercy, when things worked out better than they, when then you thought they were supposed to, and they're supposed to impact us, right? We're not supposed to always just live from this place of lack and just, oh yeah, I need another miracle. Nah, you don't need another miracle. You need to live out the wisdom that God has put in you. And you guys, we've been sharing about what wisdom is. Wisdom is you knowing yourself in relationship to your motives and your intentions and your best regard, right? You having self-control. Wisdom is within. It is not an outside thing. Wisdom is developed with inside of yourself. It's knowing yourself, knowing the outcomes in your life, knowing your character, knowing your motivations, and then being being uh, secure of that. And then you make decisions based upon that, that is within you. That is wisdom, right? Wisdom is an inner thing. Wisdom is a journey within yourself of understanding yourself in relationship to the things that go on in the world. And you know what? I'll tell you right now, the world will reveal what's really going on inside of you. Look what happened with Peter. He's walking on the waves, right? He's like all confident. Okay, Lord, I know you got this. Steps out, looks outside, right? Looks at the outside circumstances instead of Christ. Now you could argue and say, well, Christ is on the outside of him. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Remember though, you're supposed to take that story and apply it to yourself in the context of your life. Jesus said he's come to live in the heart of every believer through the Holy Spirit. Okay, so now you've got Christ in you, in your heart, by his grace and all of a sudden you're looking at the outside world and then something's reflected back to you so when you look at the world and you see the chaos going on and you're and you're and you're observing and you're like oh my god oh man lord they're gonna like run out of everything at the store because everyone's panicking and everyone's dying and, and oh my god i don't know what i'm gonna do and you know what the heck and i get it what is revealed to you inside of your heart when you look at in the world when you see out in the world, when you're looking at it, you're like, oh, wow, okay, this is nuts. What's happening in you? What is revealed? I'm gonna tell you what, what can be revealed in me. Fear, anxiety, stress, doubt. I'm like, oh man, Lord, forgive me for that. I should know you better. Now, I'm I understand that we are going to go through this as human beings. That's the truth, y'all. We are limited. We are not all knowing. We are created to be dependent upon God. Our limitations are supposed to point us to the one that we need. So they're, they're a grace to us in that way, as long as you know who the source is, right? If you don't know your source, you are going to go absolutely crazy in this world, you guys, and it ain't going to get any better. You know, y'all read Revelation. Y'all read Matthew, what is it, 25 or whatever, when Jesus is talking about the end times. Oh my God. 
I could read that. I'm like, Lord, I can't read it anymore. I remember there was a time, me and my husband, probably like a few months ago, we were reading through the book of Revelation. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I started putting some things together and I'm like, oh snap. And then I got, my heart started getting fearful, you know? And I'm like, you know what? I can't, Lord, not today. Mm -mm, not today, Lord, this is too much. You know, and God, there's grace for that. God understands. He knows we can't handle everything, right? But you're supposed to be growing and maturing past the doubt and the fear that keeps you back from living out who he is inside of you. It's a progression, right? So wherever you have fear now, I hope it, I hope a year from now, you're, you've grown out of that, right? God gave you some grace. He got you out of the shame hole. Now you're growing and advancing in that area because you guys, life is all about growth. You're gonna grow and develop in every area of your life. And so anyway, as you look at the world, what's reflected back into you, if it's negative, that's okay. Don't judge yourself for that, you guys. We've talked about that, you know, um, with your raw emotions and not uh, making them toxic by denying or you know, being insecure, being reactive. Okay. You know, we have to, we have to not, I think that's our judgmental side of us, right? To make a conclusion based on the outside circumstances to make, a, you know, make a conclusion of ourselves. You guys think about how much that boxes you in to a prison and even into security when you judge something, right? I believe this is, this is what I've come to understand um, about the importance of living in uncertainty don't live in fear, live in uncertainty. Uncertainty is your ability to accept reality without judgment. You're like, well, what do you mean, Ashley? I'm not supposed to judge. No, you're not supposed to judge. You're not supposed to make conclusions on things you see on the outside because you're not all knowing. Now, this is what you can do. You can set boundaries. We talked about that on the podcast yesterday. You can set limits on what you're going to expose yourself to and what you're not going to expose yourself to, to people, to circumstances, right? You have a choice in the matter. But think about what it happens when you lock yourself up in a certain mindset, right? When you make a judgment, you, you, you go ahead and just build this box around yourself. You, you put a plank in your own eye. If you think about it, you know, you, you, you say, I can only see things this way when you make a conclusion. But the truth is, uh, God says, be shrewd, be gentle and be shrewd. Okay. So anyway, you guys, as you look out in the world, you see the chaos and the mayhem. I went over to Psalm 91. And I'm going to read to you guys really quick, and I promise we'll jump into this. I just wanted to encourage you guys with this really quick, because this encouraged me. So, Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent because he loves me. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him 
and show him my salvation. Mm. Y'all know what salvation is? Oh man, you guys have so much to get share with you about this. That's why I'm, I'm kind of excited about the life coaching series being over because I'm telling you, there is so much good things in the word of God that I can encourage you guys with because I've been encouraging myself with it. I'm like, Lord, this is so good. I got to share it with the world. Okay. Anyway, I did a YouTube video on this like last summer and uh, I was talking about salvation. I looked it up. You guys, y'all know what it is. I'm going to tell you real quick. Salvation is any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin. Okay. And then if you go over to, so that's what salvation is. Any means of deliverance from danger, danger, evil, or ruin. Okay. Christ will deliver us from danger, evil, or ruin. If he is in you, if he's your refuge, if you've surrendered to him, if you've accepted who he says he is in relationship to you, that you need his grace, that, you know, without him, you have nothing apart from, apart from him, we can do nothing. Right. You know, um, and you're like, well, it depends. Right. Okay. Well, go ahead and you can accomplish things. You can live by your performance, but that doesn't mean that you give yourself the grace that you need and you're living by your character and your values. That doesn't mean that you're not in a prison to other people's opinions. Right. I mean, come on. Life is way more than what you perform. Anybody could do anything, honestly. But do you have the stamina to keep going when the world tries to knock you down? I don't know. You ask yourself the question. So, um, Hebrews, I think it's Hebrews, you guys, really quick. Let me see if I can find it. Um, cause I wrote this down this morning. It's in my other notebook and I don't have that one on me right now. I have my, um, my life coaching one. Maybe it's in Corinthians, but he goes, uh, today, um, hold on you guys, bear with me really quick. I'm trying to find that one that talks about, um, salvation. Uh, cause it's today. T salvation is today. Okay, here we go. As co-workers, this is a uh, second Corinthians six, you guys, it says as co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. Oh my God. Are you receiving God's grace in vain? For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Today is the day. Y'all better start walking like God redeemed you. Oh my gosh. What are you going to do when he comes back? He goes, will I really find faith on the earth? Come on, Christians, brothers and sisters out there. Come on, you guys. Let's live like we know it. Let's not be half-hearted in this thing. And if you're half-hearted, no one's going to judge you. And don't even judge yourself. Understand yourself. Lord, why, why, why have I put this on you? Like, am I letting the outside, the outside circumstances, other people's opinions, their experiences with you dictate who you are in relationship to me? Do you know who God is in relationship to your life? That's all, that's all you need to know. Do you guys understand that? That is God's heart is that you would know him in the context of your life. So, you guys, I better jump into this thing um, or else we're going to be talking about core values today. But OK, let me just let me just share a little tidbit with you. OK, yesterday we talked about uh, what core values are. OK, they are the things that mean that they're, they're the things that are important to you. OK, it's how you make decisions. Your values are the things that are important to you. OK. And let me see here. They are the same as your motives. OK. Your motives is what brings you to action. Your motives give you power to move, all right, to achieve a particular action, right? The things you value, the things that are important to you, right? Which are all going to, and that, those are going to be your motivations. The things that are important to you, your values are your motivations. They are your motives. This is why you can know, if you know your motives, because it talks about God exposing motives all the time, when you know your motives, in relationship to God and you and you and you got some peace you're good to go 
do what God wants you to do. You guys, I'm, I'm like grabbing a hold of this in my life right now. I'm like, you know what, Ashley? You know your motives in relationship to Christ. You know the impact you want to make in the world. You know you want to see your brothers and sisters free in Christ. You know you want people to have a rock-solid identity. You know you, like I said, you know you want to make an impact. You want to make an impact in your own life, in the context of your life. You want to impact, I want to impact my husband's life. I want to impact my children's life because you know what? Ultimately, they are the most important people to me. They are the ones that God has entrusted me with, right? He's entrusted me with the marriage. He's entrusted me with the lives of seven children. So I'm like, and I see what's going on in the world and I know how insecure I was. And I'm like, Lord, oh my God, I've got to know this. I've got to live by the things that I'm talking to you guys about. I got to have integrity to the highest degree because I want my children to have this type of freedom. So that if, like I said, if Jesus don't come and take us out, we're going to be, my kids will be ready. My kids are going to be secure in the grace of God within themselves. They're going to be firm, secure, and steadfast. Now, I don't know what that's going to look like exactly for them. I can lay them a blueprint and then they're going to make a choice whether they're going to look at these things for themselves and consider it. Okay. But at least I want to die and know that I did everything I possibly could to leave, to leave a legacy for my children and to give them a blueprint in every area of their life. The seven areas, you guys, which we're going to be getting into that once we uh, continue on talking about these core values. So your core values are your core motives. Okay. Your motives are your values. And once you understand your motives, um, this will help you uh, develop yourself as a person. Okay. So there's something called the hierarchy of needs. It was a theory developed by Maslow. Uh, I can't, I think that's his name. I haven't done too much research on this. You guys, um, I'm just kind of sharing with you a little bit of a framework that was presented to me in my life coaching course. Um, it was kind of a new segment he added in and I was like, you know, this, this, this is kind of a, it's a theory y'all. So don't take this as it is, but it's to help you at least understand yourself in relationship to Okay, where did, wait, core values, like where'd that even come from? Oh, it's my motivations. Okay, what what motivates me? Why do I do what I do, right? And asking yourself questions and getting down to the nitty gritty. That's super important. So this guy kind of like asked, he asked himself the question, you know, like what drives human behavior? What drives us, right? Like how do we go from this stage to this stage to this stage and make these decisions and do the things that we do? And he kind of formed this, you know, he called it a hierarchy of needs. And at, at the very bottom of it, he talked about how we have like these physiological needs, right? Uh, I, you guys, this this is ridiculous. I'm like, what the heck does physiological mean in relationship to the things that he's saying? I'm like, I thought physiological was like, um, had to do with like uh, your, you know, the way that your blood, what's in your blood and the chemistry and, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm just putting my ignorance out there, you guys. And I, I'm just saying, anyway, so... We have basic needs, okay? That's at the very bottom of this pyramid. So if you were to like just draw a triangle, your basic needs would be at the very bottom of it. So what do we need, you guys? Um, he called it your physiological needs. I'm calling it basic needs, whatever. Um, you need food, clothes, shelter, warmth to sustain your life, okay? We need those things. So we all we are always going to be governed by the things that we need, our motivations, okay? And God put us in the garden with need, right? Need for companionship. We need his wisdom. We need his resources because <laughs> you can't do everything on your own. You were not born creating the way that God was. We have the ability to create. But when God created the world, God created the world first and then he put us in it, right? So our world was already established. Um, did y'all ask to be here? Did y'all have permission to, to live on the earth? Or did you ask God, hey, God, let me go live down there. Nah, you just were, you were born, right? You just came into being. Um, you know, like, why the heck am I here? What am I here for? Anyway, so 
I don't want to get too far off track. So on the bottom here, you got your basic needs. Well, after you got your basic needs taken care of, you've got food, you've got clothes, you've got shelter, you know, you got warmth, then it kind of moves up to safety, right? So maybe you want to have a little more security in your life, you know, as far as owning property, um, having money, a, a secure job, you know, having being, you know, having your, you know, like your body, right? Being healthy and secure. Um, resources, you know, your morality of your family, right? So once you get those things, you, you naturally want to go to the next level, right? Maybe you have food and clothes and shelter and warmth and all that kind of stuff. But maybe you, you know, maybe there's another need that arises. Maybe you need a little bit bigger house. Maybe you want to grow your family. You guys, I realize after being in my house, I'm like, dang, Lord, I really do need a bigger house. You know, um, I live in a 1500 square foot house with my seven kids. And uh, it's definitely an upgrade from where we were. The last place we were in, you guys, <laughs> was 700 square feet. Oh my gosh. We've been at our place now for about five years. But the house we lived in before, um, it was a two bedroom. It was like 700 square feet. And we had all the kids in one bedroom. And then me and my husband were in the other room. Yeah, I know, it was crazy. That's a whole nother story, you guys. I'm telling you, I got so many stories with God just working in my life. And I don't say that to be like, oh, wow. I say that because I'm telling you, God is alive, he's present. And I wanna try to encourage you guys with my life. Cause I know what it's like, I know what it's like to struggle. You know, um, I know what it's like to be like, Lord, what the heck, will things, will things ever change and uh you guys i'm living proof of it so anyway let me move on here so you know you got your basic needs and then you're going to move up to safety right that's kind of the second tier here on the pillar um you know you're, you want maybe more more of a secure job a better job make a little bit more money especially if your family's growing or you have needs like my family we homeschool i feel like we always need money for something i just spent 70 bucks yesterday on like a spelling curriculum I bought, which is fantastic, but I realized each one of the kids, because for years I've always used one book and photocopied everything, right? And uh, I realized with what we're doing now, I'm like, you all just need your own booklets for this. And so, you know, I got three extra sets and it was only 70 bucks, which wasn't a lot, but at the same time, it is a lot for us, you know? It's like, oh, dang, I'm kind of feeling a little bit, you know? And I'm like, Lord, I don't like feeling that uncomfortableness. I need a little bit more money, Lord. You know, oh, we got to buy a mattress. We bought mattresses for all our kids five years ago. And now we need to buy mattresses for them again. I'm like, oh my God. You know, I think a twin mattress is like a hundred bucks, but still you guys feel me, okay? Anyway, so you know what, move up to the second tier. You wanna have a little bit more money. You got more things going on in your life, more needs are presenting themselves. So then you get all those needs met, right? But then maybe you realize, you know what? I want some love and belonging. I want some connection. I want some intimacy. I want some friends and family. I want some stable relationships, right? So then you get that and then you start looking at it. And here's the other thing I realized. This is sort of like an outward in uh, growth. I realized, I'm like, wow. So we start with the things on the outside. We get those needs met and continually go up. And then we start looking inside of ourselves a little bit, right? On tier three, love and belonging. We're like, yeah, you know what? I need some connection. I need some intimacy. Hopefully if you're growing and maturing, you're going to ask yourself questions as to why you don't maybe have that. So you can begin to take the, the planks out, the perspectives that keep you from the connections that you want. You know, sometimes we push people away and don't even realize it. Our behaviors, our attitudes. And like I said, um, a lot of, we don't even realize it at times, right? But part of maturity and empowerment and freedom is taking full responsibility for ourselves in this way, not being afraid because we got God's grace. We're going to be okay. All right. So now you got love and belonging. Now you're going to move up a little bit to esteem, right? So, you know, maybe you want to grow in confidence. Maybe you want to achieve and have, you know, others to respect you. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? The Bible talks about you know, having a, a good name with other people, you know, um, with God and with others. You know, I, I don't remember the scriptures, you guys, but that's not a bad thing, right? You don't want to be a slave to man, 
but you also don't want to make yourself an enemy to other people just to be a jerk. Don't be like a Pharisee or like, oh yeah, I know, and kick everybody off. Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. So you want, as you move to tier four, which is esteem, you know, you want to grow in confidence, achievement, you know, uh, and we talked about what confidence is. There's three aspects to it, right? Do you see how you're going from the outside? You're getting a little bit closer to the inside, right, of these needs. And then at the very top of it, you have something called self-actualization. And that is when you are focused on your morality, your character, you're beginning to problem solve, right? You're empowered. You um, you can accept the facts, accept reality. You can accept other people, right? And again, you guys, accepting other people does not mean you put up with abuse. It just means you set boundaries where you need to. You know who you are. You know who you're not. You know what you're going to engage in, what you're not going to engage in. So it's a process. And you guys, it's not going to necessarily go in that order, but it's just a progression of understanding yourself, right? Kind of working from the outside in. Okay, I need a house. I need clothes. I need warmth. I need these basic needs. I need food. I need water. Okay, how am I going to get those things? Okay, I need a job. I need money. I need resources. I need a property. I need that. And then you go on and on and move up. So you guys, I've only got like a minute left on the podcast. So I'm going to stop right here. We will jump back into core values on Monday, continuing to unpack them a little bit. On Monday, we're going to kind of pick up a little bit from uh, unpacking the core values and start moving into the whole idea of security versus freedom, because this is really going to be the foundation of everything that you do as you grow and, and mature and make progress in your life, you guys. So I hope you find a ton of value in it. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget to check out Food for Thought Friday, which I go live on my Facebook page every Friday, just kind of sharing with you guys what I just did in the very beginning of the podcast, sharing with you th- things that God's encouraging me with. Check me out on Instagram, uh, daily encouragement underscore Ashley. You can follow me on there. Um, and so, and we have a YouTube channel, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell. Um, you guys check everything out. It's in the podcast description, all my social media links. So anyway, you guys, thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will see you guys next week.